Hi, welcome to the Yes You Can podcast. My name is Nena Ofrebu and I am the founder of the Yes You Can platform and I am your host for today's show. So today I really just wanted to just have a chat with you guys and I wanted you to get to know me and this is especially for my newer listeners and followers to the Yes You Can podcast show. If you have recently started tuning in and listening to the Yes You Can podcasts on any of the podcasting platforms that are out there or perhaps you're listening online on heliumradio.com for example then I wanted to allow you guys to get to know a little bit more about me because you may not be able to access all of my previous shows where I have done um, some episodes or some yeah some podcasts on my backstory and why I started the Yes You Can platform, how it came about, how it's evolved since I started it back in 2016. Sorry, 2017 was when I actually launched the Yes You Can platform, but I had the idea in 2016. And so I wanted to take the time to do that for you guys today in this week's episode. So I'm just going to talk to you and just freeform and just let you know a little bit more about me and my story. I am a British Nigerian. So I was born and raised in London in the UK and I lived and worked and was educated there and I stayed there. I lived there all of my life up until 2016 when I decided that I wanted to relocate and move to Nigeria where my parents are from where I'm from where I consider myself to be from um, originally and that was a pretty big decision for me and it changed so much it changed so much of my life and it is really how the the yes you can platform came about because if it wasn't for that decision if it wasn't for that move I wouldn't have gone on this journey of self-discovery that I ended up taking, which wasn't part of the plan, but I am so happy and at peace uh, with that happening. And I'm glad it, it happened because a lot of good has come out of it. A lot of amazing things have happened. And my phenomenal and my wow showed up when I decided to, to take myself out of my comfort zone. It was my comfort zone and I had a lot of people in that comfort zone with me or, you know, I was in a place where um, the people that I was surrounded, that I, you know, that I was surrounded by were quite comfortable in their lives as well. So when I left, it caused some disruption and um, some some uncomfortability for those people people who were quite close to me. But essentially it was something I really needed to do and it was a move and it was it was the right step and as I mentioned before I ended up taking a journey of self-discovery and it was more it was more a, a def- of a defining moment in terms of 
what I went through by making the move to to come and live in Nigeria and what actually ended up happening was that I didn't stay in Nigeria um, for longer than a year I I left after a year but that was due to some other um, issues but I came back again in 2019 and that's when I started the Yes You Can podcast so my first podcast episode was back in 2019 I had just come back to Nigeria a few weeks prior and I decided I just I just knew the 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 next step for the Yes You Can platform that I had created was to start a podcast let me just give you a little bit more or let me just share with you a little bit more on this whole journey of self-discovery so I had this grand idea that I wanted to start um, my own business over here and I did really come over and just decided to see what would happen I didn't really make too many plans I was quite flexible in how things were going to happen and things were moving but um, I was coming up against one or two small um, I would say difficulties or challenges and so I had to leave the city where I was working and where I was staying and I had to go and stay with family and relatives in the east of the country so I I was based in Lagos and then um, I had some accommodation challenges and I had to go and stay with extended family um, outside of the city in the east of the country which is um, has a lot slower pace of life and is is a different life really in comparison to living in in Lagos which actually isn't the capital of Nigeria. It's Abuja, which is the capital of Nigeria. But anyway, side note, that was a side note. <laughs> so as I went to stay with my family in the East, that's when I, I went on this journey of self-discovery because all of my expectations and everything that I was looking to establish and achieve um, by taking, you know, making the move to relocate, all of a sudden came to a halt, grounds to a halt. It just stopped and I was forced in a way to really sit down and reflect on not just what was happening in Nigeria but my life as a whole on who I was and I spent a lot of time reflecting and meditating on on the word on 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 the bible and I spent a lot of time praying I spent a lot of time just searching you know searching for my purpose and who I was and it was really a time where I needed to be, the old me needed to be broken, needed to be broken down in a way so that the, what was inside could, could transform and evolve and be ready for the next step, for the next phase, for the next season in my life. And it sounds romantic and it sounds, you know, poetic, but at the time it was, it really wasn't that, it wasn't like that. It was, it was far from glamorous. It was a, very far from glamorous at the time and it was really difficult and I wanted to give up but before I got to that point I actually was very unhappy in my life I was living what I call I was living on in automatic mode I was I had a job I had a, a good job I you know I I was comfortable although I didn't have everything I didn't have a car I was still renting, I hadn't bought my own property, so there were things that I still wanted to achieve, but all in all, I was not really contented, 
and I was speaking with with a friend a few nights ago when I told my friend and I said look you know when you've missed your way in life when you feel like you've missed it I, I haven't there's something that I've missed something is missing in in life but not only something is missing I feel I have missed the way that I'm supposed to take there's an emptiness on the inside of you that just cannot be filled no matter what you do no matter how many parties you attend no matter how many you know how many shopping trips you take and buying clothes and and buying material possessions it can never fill that hole in your soul and I also believe there's a hole in your soul that can can never be filled with anything else other than God but that's another podcast episode um, for another time but at at that point in my life the way I was feeling was very empty and very lost and I didn't know what my purpose was I I felt like I didn't have a purpose I wasn't talented and I wasn't you know I didn't have what it it takes to make it and I I had a lot of um self-doubt I lacked confidence and I was very self-critical and I you know I'd allowed I I had allowed a lot of negative thinking to take over so I wasn't pushing myself I wasn't you know I wasn't setting goals I didn't have any real solid goals I hadn't set any goals for myself and if you don't set any goals in your life you will not really see any achievement you know if you don't set tangible goals in your life and that was where I was that was the point that that I was at and I had some desires I you know I wanted to go back and to take my uh, to do my um, degree again I wanted to go back and study as a mature student and get my degree and I wanted to do one or two other things but in terms of like long-term achievements and goals for myself career goals business goals and um, personal development goals I had zero I didn't have any so my life was very much about just living day to day in automatic mode and what happened was I started to drift and drifting was where I'd wake up one day and I would be like how on earth did I get to this point I'm sure five years ago I said I wanted this and this or you know I've been at this job for an x amount of time and nothing has changed I haven't achieved anything I'm I haven't been promoted or I haven't you know managed to um to climb the career ladder or or whatever so I was drifting through life and it's that drifting that is extremely dangerous (laughs) because what actually ends up happening is what I was seeing was that large chunks of time were passing by and I felt like I didn't have achievements to show for those large chunks of time that were passing me by and I started to feel really depressed I started to feel really depressed and I started to feel even less um, great about myself so it was this continuous circle that just kept you know self they call it self-fulfilling prophecy it just kept going on you know the more I felt depressed and down about myself the less likely I was likely I was to push myself or to feel 
feel that I could achieve anything and then I didn't achieve anything and I didn't push myself and then I would end up feeling depressed and down and I would continue in that pattern and I knew something had to change something had to change and so I think I've I've explained this in previous podcast episodes but there were a chain there was a chain of events that led to me actually packing up you know giving up my well at the time my my I had been released from my contract at my at my job they didn't renew my contract so I knew it was the right time to go but before that point there were some other other things that happened in this chain of events but um if I trace the chain it goes way 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 back further it goes years back further you know because I'm a great believer in destiny you know we are all destined for something great each and every one of us is is walking a path in life and it's up to each of us to find out whether or not the path we are on is the right path is it the path that god has for you is it the path that you are you were always meant to take and that was something that i had to find out for myself but um my particular path that i was on included some people that i believe god planted in my life very early stages you know there's a friend that that I've known for a while that I can also look at and identify and say if I didn't meet this friend when I was you know in my when I was like um 19 20 and we were going to the same the same university and we were doing the same course if I didn't meet this friend would I have ended up going back or visiting Nigeria in the first place I probably I I don't know I'm not you know I, I can't say but that's where it kind of started from it it started from visiting Nigeria and then another friend came into play where um I met this friend at a church and we both left the church at different times but we stayed in contact with each other and we encouraged each other and um we've been friends ever since you know this particular friend if this if I hadn't met this particular friend who would have been the person that would have dragged me (laughs) to the networking event that I attended where I and, and the networking event was actually a themed networking event for people in the diaspora who wanted to go back to Nigeria or go back to Africa to start businesses or to start enterprises. That was the theme of the networking event. And it was after attending that networking event and kind of having like a feedback session with the friend who invited me to the network a networking event it was during that feed feedback session on the phone with that friend that I was like I think I need to go to Nigeria so there were so many chains links in the chain that all came together at the right time and so I do believe that is God's destiny I believe that is 
I won't call it fate, but definitely that was a path that I was always supposed to be on. And that led to me going back to Nigeria in 2016. So from all of that, from that story, yes, you can in its early days was born and like I mentioned before I was going through a deep process of of self-reflection and just evaluating you know that's when I really became a lot more aware of the whole personal development space and all the different writers I got my hands on Jack Canfield's principles of, of success book and I devoured that book like I was like oh my goodness me how comes I've never read this how comes I've never seen this before everything started to make sense and yeah so then you know I got in I, I began to understand I started reading a lot more uh, spiritual books and personal development books and all types of different books during that time and I began to understand what my purpose was and there's a section in Jack Canfield's book where you sit down and you write oh gosh I can't remember the name of the chapter but anybody who's read it please do um drop the name of that chapter and I've got the book uh I've got the ebook I just don't have it in front of me but there's a section in that book Jack Canfield's book where you can kind of put together your passion so he gives you the structure he gives you a sentence and he tells you how to fill that set that paragraph in and it's you know if I could change anything in the world then you know or if my passion is this um and my purpose is this you know that there's a section in the book which helps you to think about what your purpose is and what your passion is but I think it's purpose actually and so I read that particular section and that's a, that was how I now began to understand what my purpose was and what my passion was that helped that really really helped so it was after that that I now sat down and thought it wasn't even a thought it was more of a a, a I'd say an inspiration I just this idea just came and it I know it was not it was not just an idea that just came out of you know <laughs> came out of the the air but all of the information and the promptings and the reflection I understood I was like I think I need to start a platform to help other people and to encourage other people to push past all of their own personal limitations because that's what Yes You Can is about. And the name instantly just popped into my mind. And I do believe it was God-given inspiration. It was God-given inspiration to call the platform Yes You Can. And so... I started Yes You Can as a a newsletter, in fact. It was actually a newsletter. And I sat down and I started writing on one topic in the newsletter, per newsletter, per issue. 
so you know so you know one one issue would be all about confidence and another issue would be all about making a decision to you know make a positive change in your life so I had all these ideas and that's how the yes you can platform started and yeah I I loved it. it it was it was my project it was yeah it was my my passion project in a way and um I shared the idea with a few friends when I got back to when I had to return back to London and people loved the idea and I I sent the newsletter out to a couple of my contacts on email a few friends and they were like Nena this is you've got to write a book this is amazing you know we love we love the content we love what you're doing maybe maybe make one or two tweaks here or there but overall you know this stuff is good and then I got a I got involved with a charity and I started doing voluntary work and I just didn't have the time to continue writing the newsletter so the yes you can newsletter was on the shelf for almost a year I think yeah for about a year and I had one particular friend the same friend that invited me to the networking event in London that then led to me having a brainwave to relocate to Nigeria it was that same friend who kept asking me no no what's happening with your yes you can platform you can't you can't let that die you can't let that die no that is your gift that is what God has given you to do you you've got to get back to it and you know she kept encouraging me she kept nudging me to do it and I was like oh I don't have time I'm busy oh you know I was writing and I wasn't really getting that much feedback, just one or two people because I was sending it to up to 30 people or so on email and maybe two people or one person would, you know, comment or reply and it kind of discouraged me, you know, so I left the Yes You Can platform and it wasn't until I came back to Nigeria back in 2019 because again I just knew this is where I needed to be that that's when I started the yes you can podcast um oh my goodness podcasting for me is where it's at that's for me that's my jam I I love podcasting and I love sharing with you guys you know via the podcasting um channel and so yeah so that's that's a little bit about the yes you can platform now i wanted to let you guys know a little bit more about me uh i shared a little bit of my story a snippet of my story my (laughs) snorry i shared a snippet of my story with you guys in terms of how i started the yes you can platform but yeah i just want you, you to get to know me a little bit more and my you know who I am and what I'm about and so I've prepared five fun facts about me that I hope will give you a little bit of an insight into who I am and um, what I'm about and hopefully help you to get to know me a little bit more so that you can also understand yes you can as well um 
But let me give you an update. Actually, let me give you a little bit of a life update. So, when I first moved out to Nigeria back in 2016, I came out, like I mentioned, with the idea of of starting my own business. And it was more in the marketing and social media and PR kind of area, which is my area of of interest and um, what I studied in, in university, actually, as well. And I picked up a client at that at that point, um, and I ended up running a, or putting together an event for that client. And then I said I moved back to the east, and eventually came back to the UK within a year. So this time coming out here again, I kind of had the same idea to start. I've had a, I had a few ideas that also were born from my first stay in Nigeria in 2016 so yes you can was was born during that time was founded during that time back in 2016 and um, there were some other businesses that that I decided to give a go to try and or yeah yeah to try I'll definitely say to try because I'm trying to remember when I started Notion Creative but I launched, I officially started Notion Creative when I came here in 2016. So yes, that's one. And then I already had another business idea for fashion accessories, fashion jewellery called Exquisitely Yours London. And well, actually, Exquisitely Yours London before 2016 wasn't fashion jewellery. Exquisitely Yours London was a personal shopping idea, personal shopping but then I decided to change and to create my own fashion jewellery and accessories line because I love fashion jewellery. I'm always buying earrings and not fine jewellery, but fashion jewellery. So just accessories, belts, bags, you know, shoes. And I decided something I enjoy doing it's one of I'd call it a passion it's definitely something that I I just love doing and so I decided to to do that so I I came back in 2019 still carrying those ideas to do business with me um so one thing that has happened since I've come back in 2019 I've been here two years now. I've been here over two years now, which is fantastic and is a is a uh, achievement in itself. If anybody is listening, listening um, who's familiar with Nigeria and the environment here and the, you know, the economy and everything, it generally is quite challenging, uh, especially if you're trying to, you know, establish yourself in business or in, in you know, in the workplace or wherever it can be challenging but it's definitely a place I enjoy living and so staying here for two years for me is an achievement but since I came back in in 2019 I discovered I love I love African art I first discovered African art when I came in 2011 when I got I came for like a two-week vacation and I went back to London and I didn't really 
pursue any you know anything in the area of arts I didn't I didn't really attend any art galleries intentionally if I did it was perhaps I was just feeling spontaneous I think there was one or two occasions I was just feeling spontaneous with a friend and we just went to um, an art gallery but I didn't take time out to go to art galleries and to explore and to go and see you know what was happening on or to go to exhibitions or any art festivals and there are many that um, you can go to in the UK or in London I didn't do that but when I came back in 2019 somehow somehow <laughs> so, so it's a slang saying we have over here somehow I decided to explore this interest in African art and so in terms of updating you guys I would say that this thing has really turned into something that I honestly did not expect so somebody asked me because there was a period of time when I was work I I didn't have an a job and so I was literally just surviving on what friends were sending me and it was pretty tough trying to, especially as I was trying to get my businesses off of the ground and I almost felt discouraged in fact I did feel discouraged and I, I gave up at one point but again you know when you are on the right path there's a way that a nudging will come to tell you that you are on the right path and that nudging was in the in the form of good friends who it literally in, did an intervention not a physical intervention but did you know came together and called did a conference did a three-way call with me on whatsapp and they literally were like what are you doing you cannot give up you've come this far you know don't give up on your business ideas you've got to keep going you know this is this is what you this is your calling this is what these are the the the, the ideas that god has given to you so that encouraged me and i did not give up but i was without any any form of real consistent income for quite some time and it was very very tough so it was during one of those it, it was at one day i went to go and hang out with a friend and just discuss an idea it wasn't just to hang out but it was actually to ask him some ideas on how i could get a job or make an income or you know i just needed i needed some i needed someone who knew the system here and could give me some ideas on how i could go about getting a job other other than you know um going to apply or um going online because of course those are the usual things the usual channels but sometimes just talking to people and just saying do you know anyone who's looking for anyone also brings up opportunities as well so that's what i did and he had loads of very good suggestions for me and he made some phone calls whilst i was sitting there but there was a question that he asked me that was really really key he said to me what is your dream job if there's any job that you could do now what would be your dream job and I remember telling him without hesitation without even thinking about it I said I would love to work in an art gallery that's my number number one dream job here in Nigeria I would love to work in an art gallery 
And even I was surprised. I was like, I didn't really know that I wanted to work in an art gallery, but that's the first thing that popped into my mind. And that's the first thing that that I said before before really overthinking and, and perhaps stopping myself. And he, he was like, hmm, that's interesting. The next day, I kid you not, the next day, I was walking through a the local shopping mall uh, where I live and I remember noticing beautiful pieces of African art hanging in the shopping mall with the name of the the art gallery and number of the art gallery underneath each piece of artwork that was hanging in the mall and there must have been about 12 pieces or more than they were just spaced um you know um evenly spaced on the wall at different points in in the shopping shopping mall and I remember stopping and taking a picture and thinking I'm going to call this art gallery when I get home and I'm going to speak to the owner of the art gallery I'm going to ask them if they have a job I took one or two days to pluck up the courage but I made that phone call and I spoke to the person who answered the uh, the phone and it happened to be the uncle sorry the the nephew of the owner of the art gallery the owner of the art gallery wasn't in the country the owner of the art gallery was a was in america very um, was a very successful artist and his nephew was who also was an artist was running the gallery so i met up with the nephew and to cut a long story short to cut a long story short I ended up getting he ended up offering me work to market to be his marketer to to market his artwork to do his marketing for him and so I was just like wow <laughs> this is what happens when you step out of your comfort zone this is what happens when you do something that is a little bit out of your you know what makes you comfortable I don't know if this would have happened in the UK I don't know if this would have happened when I was living in London probably not probably not I probably would not have intentionally um, made such a phone call I've, I've seen pieces of art in public spaces before and at most I might have stopped or taking a picture at most, but most times I didn't. I just kind of walked by and I'm like, oh, that's that's a nice piece of art or that's a nice sculpture. So, yeah, I, I can't really say if the same would have happened in the UK, but it happened when I, I'm here, you know. And so, um, to bring the story forward, to kind of update you, I am now working. I now have a job part-time job not a full-time job so I can continue doing my other projects like my businesses and like my pod, uh, my yes you can podcast but I now have a part-time job working for an artist and an art organization well the artist has started the arts organization and it's a collect the organization is a is a collective of artists and I love my job I love what I do. It's varied, it's different, it's so interesting and I really get to get involved at grassroots level 
and have an impact and um, meet lots of interesting people, talk to lots of interesting people and the opportunity to meet other artists and to grow my own network is right there on, you know, on my doorstep with this job. But this is a development I, like I said before, I never saw coming. I never bargained for, for you know, <laughs> a job in, in the arts. But what I just wanted to say was that it's a passion that I didn't know I, I had an interest. It, it was an interest, but I would call it a passion because... I was working, I was working for them without asking for money initially. I just came in as a volunteer at a, an arts festival that they had organised and I attended the arts festival. How I got to hear about the art festival in the first place was from the, the first artist I, I got connected to and started doing... Uh, his marketing he's the one that told me about this arts festival I went to the arts festival and on the first day met the organizer and just said I'd love to get involved in your event next year and she said well we need help now we need someone to help us with our social media we need someone to help us do this and do that can you come back tomorrow and and you know help and I said yeah sure and I ended up attending almost every day of the two-week art festival and just being involved and at the end of the festival they offered me a job so they say well according to Jack Canfield you know your passion is anything that you love to do without you know feeling like you're working and without getting paid and when I checked <laughs> when I checked how how much fun I was having at this art festival and loved being involved and you know I wasn't asking for money and they did actually give me money <coughs> as a means of appreciation they actually gave me money um, but I, I you know I just just wanted to just be there and just to be a part of what was happening so I was grateful for the money don't don't get me wrong I took the money I'm not stupid <laughs> um, so I now realize that art is one of my passions and so when I sit here and I talk to you about understanding what your purpose is and I talk to you about being intentional and I talk to you about managing your time and I talk to you about investing your time and focusing and all of that that's coming from a honestly it's not just something I'm I'm getting I'm downloading from the internet or I'm getting from a book or whatever it's real it's coming from real life kind of hands-on experience as it's happening to me and I wanted to share that with you so you know that um it's not a robot that's sitting here talking to you it's a real person going through real yeah real experiences and I really hope that by sharing my experiences it is encouraging you I hope that sharing my experiences inspires you and if you are able to I would really encourage you to go and check out my previous podcast episodes on all of those topics I just mentioned and there's some other ones that I've recorded especially the earlier episodes on chasing purpose and not paper 
and you know what happens to you when you decide to go after your dream and all the other those are my favorites yeah if you can you know check them out download a podcasting app whichever podcasting app you prefer or if you're on um apple or or google then yeah i'm also the yes you can podcast show is also available on on apple podcasts and and google podcasts as well as some new platforms that are springing up all the time as well so whatever your favorite podcasting platform is you should be able to find the yes you can podcast there if not then just request it. i got a request through last week or was it this week i think it was beginning of this week for a new podcasting platform that i've never heard of called reason and i use the anchor app to record my my podcast shows and the anchor app before they made some changes the anchor app distributes my podcast for me on all different podcasting platforms through the rss feed but this one was not included this reason um this app called reason was not included so i got an email through saying your show has been requested on reason by either you or an avid fan i was just like oh this is really good you know i love the fact that people are going into their favorite podcasting apps and requesting or looking for the show so i had to go in and claim my my podcast station or profile or whatever they call it so that yeah it's there so whatever your favorite podcasting platform is go there i should be there if not then then request it or drop me an email let me know but yeah anyway this podcast episode is really long just goes to show i like to talk but anyway before i go before i wrap this up like i said i wanted to give you five fun facts about me so i'm gonna have to be quick now because of the time of the length of this episode but yeah so fun fact number one no in fact let's do an interval let's do an interval i'm gonna do this in a second part yeah let's do an interval and i'm gonna come back and give you five fun facts about me all right guys see you on the other side So now it's time for the fun five facts about me. So number one, I have met several famous people, including British royalty. So I used to work for a marketing company in London who managed, it was a sports marketing company and they managed um, sports stars, they managed couple of recording artists and they managed um well they're called them sports personalities so tennis players and athletes and football players and so I met yeah I met um I met a couple of people when they came in they would come in to see their managers and so I was working on working on reception and I had to you know meet and greet them and then you know just make sure they were comfortable whilst they waited for their um their managers to call them into the office but i ended up meeting um the famous footballer daniel sturridge he's a um 
UK Premier League football player and I met Anastasia, the recording artist Anastasia. She was really cool and yeah, I met some other famous people as well. But yeah, British royalty, British royalty. So this story, I've told all of my friends, they all know this story. When I was around, hmm, I'd say five, four or five. No, I think it was around, yeah, five, five or six, quite young. I was still in primary school. Um, back then, a member of the British royal family came to visit our primary school. And it was actually the mother of Queen Elizabeth, so it, who was also called Elizabeth. So it was Queen Mum, Queen Mother. Um, and... She was really, really nice. Let me just leave it at that because I've got <laughs> I've got four more facts I'd like to to let you guys know. So yeah, I have met um, several famous people, including British royalty. Uh, no, but let me give you the full story. So it's not just yeah. So you get the understanding of why why I you know share this story story with my friends. So they took her on tour. Obviously, this was a long time ago, before COVID nineteen, before you know any of the other security threats that are present now so you might need to understand that uh, gives a little bit of context to the story so they were taking her on a tour of the school grounds of the playgrounds of the of the school it was outside and then my mom I wasn't even attending that school that was my younger sister's school but my mom heard about obviously being a parent heard about the upcoming visit of the queen queen mother took me to the school uh, to go to to be present, and um, somehow I managed to slip away from my mum, from my mum's side, and go and follow the entourage. And I ended up weaving my way through her bodyguards and her entourage and her ladies in waiting and whoever was around her. And then we, we were literally walking side by side. But she had stopped to listen to a group of children playing the steel pans, and she leaned down and she said to me do you like this type of music? <laughs> and I remember just looking up at her and nodding and my mum somehow caught up with us and took a picture. And in this picture, unfortunately, I don't have the picture anymore. The picture has long since been destroyed. It's gone. It, it's gone. But I remember my mum kept this picture in, in her family albums. You know, mothers, they always have all the pictures in, in the family albums. This was obviously before camera phones. This was, you know, you know, back in the day when you had to go and develop, you get your pictures developed. Ooh, do we even know what, what you know, what that means anymore? But yeah, so there was a picture of the Queen Mum leaning down to talk to me. And, you know, she's asking me, do you, do you, do you like this type of music? And I said, yes, I do. <laughs> I can't remember what I said, but I'm sure I said yes or nodded my head or something. And then my mum at that particular moment appeared and took a picture. So that's my claim to meeting British royalty. Second fun fact about me is I'm an active Christian. I say fun fact, but these are lighthearted things. I just wanted to let you guys know a little bit more about me. I'm an active Christian, so my beliefs are really my Christian belief has, has really shaped who I am and um, has gotten me to the point of where I am in life at, you know, right now. Uh, although the Yes You Can platform is not a religious uh, or spiritual, it's not a spiritual podcast show or spiritual platform, but that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from for topics and speaking to you guys it's coming from a place of of having a relationship with god and um 
I always believe it's about it's about relationship it's not about religion but I you know I I do believe in the word of God I do believe in the Bible and so that's very much who I am and I've, I've grown up in a Christian home and I'm not perfect nobody is perfect but Christianity and the Christian faith has been central especially in in my more recent um evolution and I would say discovery of purpose and who I am and that's why I mentioned in the first segment that I believe that we all have have a God-given destiny and it's coming from having that connection with um spiritual um a spiritual belief and believing in in you know believing in God believing in Jesus and believing in God third fun fact about me is I like collecting coffee mugs it's really weird this is a strange and random hobby but I love collecting coffee mugs I was given two coffee mugs recently and I'm I'm guarding them very very closely because I don't want them to break but yeah I love collecting coffee mugs and so I think I get it for my mom my mom always had a large collection of coffee mugs in our house so I think I picked it up from her but yeah I enjoy collecting coffee mugs if you would like to send me a quirky or nice or random or different coffee mug please do not just normal coffee mugs but just anything that I I feel is pretty to look at and I would enjoy drinking I, I enjoy drinking tea I love tea I love coffee being from the UK being British we drink a lot of tea um so yeah I love collecting coffee mugs and fun fact number four I okay I have a confession but this is actually a a fun fact about me this is a fact number four I haven't watched a single episode of Squid Games yes I have to confess but it's actually a fun fact because I don't get I, I don't even have the time really but um I could make time I'm get I'm guessing but yeah no I haven't watched a single episode of Squid Games so please if you if you're into Squid Games please please forgive me I don't have a clue I don't know who the main characters are I've been seeing stuff Squid Games is huge right now you know um but I've never sat down to watch Squid Games and I'm seeing all these I know and I, I know it's it's a Korean show on Netflix that has just blown up and gone crazily popular. It's just crazy. But I haven't watched an episode and I can't say I am planning to watch an episode anytime soon. Nothing nothing against it. I, it's just not me. When Game of Thrones was really like popular a few years ago and you know season a season would finish and someone would die at the end and everybody would just be like oh my gosh this has happened I was like I I haven't watched it and I'm not going to watch it that's just me that's just the way I am um but yeah no have not watched a single episode of Squid Games sorry and my last fun fact is well this one is debatable whether or not it's fun but it's just a fact about me I would consider myself a feminist I am not a hardcore feminist, but yeah, I would consider myself to be a feminist. And I would say it, um, especially after reading, well, it, it came about from reading Sheryl Sandberg's book, Lean In, Sheryl Sandberg's infamous book, Lean In. I understood feminism and the way that she 
presented it and the way that she explained it and how she you know um laid it out and said well this is how this is what I believe feminism to be I was like I agree I believe it's equality for everybody not just for women but for every everybody should have an equal playing field for everybody to progress and for everybody to to be to be the better versions of, of themselves and to reach their own potential you know to to exceed their own their own potential shouldn't be just for one gender alone um yeah definitely I'm definitely into you know more women being being at the table as she, as she presented it in that book but it's I'm not into radical feminism I'm not into you know bashing men and no I'm more about women empowerment and that's another area of passion for me and another area that I'm currently trying to explore especially here in Nigeria where I feel like you know um women need to be given more of a voice and be more empowered financially definitely so those are the fun facts about me guys and next week or in next episode we're going to go back to the usual programming of yeah sharing on a topic but I just wanted to bring you guys a little bit of fun and hope that you were able to get to know me a little bit more I'd love to get to know you guys so please write to me, email me, message me on social media, reach out to me. I'd love to hear more about you. I know I have listeners from all over the world, from Ireland, from Germany, from Haiti, from the US, definitely from the UK. I have listeners um, tuning in from Singapore and um, other places. And it's such a privilege, actually. So I would love to hear from you. But until next week... Take care and stay blessed. Hey, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I would really love for you to keep in touch with me. If you'd like to follow me on social media, then you can hook up with me on Facebook. Yes, you can has a Facebook page and it's yes you can page or if you're more into twitter we are also on twitter at yes you can editor and we're also on instagram so our handle is yes you can underscore gram or you can drop me an email so feel free to message me and give me any feedback or any ideas that you may have for upcoming podcasts so you can reach out to us at yes you can editor at gmail.com all right folks it's been a pleasure and until next time take care